What up, y'all? It's Mr. GQ from the Fresh Podcast, and I want to let y'all know about the platform that I'm using for my podcast. It's called Anchor.fm. I've known about this site for a few years, and I finally converted over. One of the reasons is free. Now, you know you love free, but the best part is you can make you some money. You can upload ads, or you can ask your listeners to subscribe to your channel for a monthly donation. Anchor will distribute your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can upload pre-recorded episodes, or you can record them on the free Anchor app. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Y'all stay fresh. Now, let's go, baby! Hey! Hey, hey! Let's go, baby! We out here! Season six. Woo! Let it ring off one time. This is the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ, aka Coffee Black, aka Short Time, aka the host of this motherfucking show. We up here in the Love Loft. It's another day. We got Turbo in the building. And then today's guest, we got my homeboy. I call him 6'8, but everyone else in this world knows him as just Nick. What's happening? I'm, I'm not British. I don't have an accent. <laughs> what up, sir? How are you? Living, man. Just tired. Took me a little nap catching up on oh, rest. Man. Thanks for having me here, sir. It's all good. I like your dog. And Thank I, you. I know this isn't... Okay, that still works. I'm yeah. Good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. I like that little motherfucker, so thank you. Yeah, man. Hey, that's a little OG. Just chilling. We went hiking yesterday, so... Yeah. Oh, I can't see anything. Okay, there. Yeah, he'll be uh he'll be fifteen soon. His birthday's like about a week and a half after my birthday. That's awesome, sir. Hell yeah. I would ask you Mike, Mike. Huh? Mike? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Is this better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Are you good? <laughs> I would ask you, you know, the origin the origin story of you and Turbo, but I, I, Go ahead. I do want that. No, I I'll tell I'll tell you. Tell you want to talk about that? Are it's you okay cool. with that? I'm cool with that. All right. Cause can I, can I add, okay. What's up? When I walked up on you today, I asked you something, right? And uh-huh. it's kind of weird what I asked you, and I don't want to be judged for asking you. I said, hey, man, do you have turbo on your chest? Yeah. And I know that because I watched one of your stories, and I, I was like, oh, he's shirtless. Man, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's his dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I felt the type of way. I'm like, that's really, really sweet, and that doesn't look like it's a motherfucking, yeah, I had this nigga for Two years, you know, it's, my yeah. shit. it's my heart. You know, I got it <laughs> on my chest. No, you've had this motherfucker for a really long time. Yeah, and I just wonder. You said six weeks. Six weeks old is when I got him. Oh man. Yeah. Fifteen years old. About to be fifteen. Hell yeah. Just talked about fucking dogs, man. This and this is just. I I don't know. I'm not. Ah, uh, man. Fuck dogs. I love them. Yeah, man. Me too. My dog's still trying to kill me. Turbo ain't big enough to look like he gonna kill you. He looks so sweet and wonderful. And you know we gonna we gonna talk about that little downfall in the show too about him and that shit. All right, but I just wonder how y'all got here. All right, so back in like 2008, one of my coworkers had sent out like a little mass text message that was like, "I know somebody got shit zoos for sale. It'd be a good Valentine gift or family pet or whatever." And I've been wanting a dog and shit. I'm like, I'm about to get one. So I told him, I told Rayshawn, I was like, hey, man, tell that lady, you know what I'm saying, I want it. So she stayed over in the hood where I grew up out in Newburgh, you know what I'm saying, 
right by Blackwell Park and shit. Everybody in the Ville, you know what I'm talking about, right off Rangeland Road. So he was like, I was ready to get the dog, and for something, she was like, I had to wait like two days or some shit like that. So I had like this anxiety. I said, man, I'm about to get this dog. I can't wait. So I'm trying to figure out like names and shit, and I was like, I'm just going to name it Turbo. And then I was like, shit, I don't know what dog to pick. So like the first one that comes up to me, that's what I'm going to take. Had the name before you had the dog? Yeah, like okay. like shit, like two or three days before I got him. So when I get up there, it was like in the evening. I was excited the whole day. I said, I'm about to get my dog. So the lady had already picked him out for me. She's like, this one is yours. And I was like, all right, fuck, I don't give a fuck. So uh, her son was like holding him and shit. It was like, I love you. I'm going to miss you. And like the little son is like holding Turbo and kissing him. And Turbo's looking at his fucking face and shit. <laughs> So shit, I think I paid like a, like hundred thirty five dollars or some shit for him. So uh, I see like his mama. His mama was like a big a, a bigger dog and shit. So they told me he was like full shit zoo or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So like, I, I went to Walmart and I was holding him and they wouldn't let me bring him in Walmart. And I'm like, yo, I just got him and shit. And it's like cold outside. I just need to get a cage and shit. So I left him in the car real quick. So then I remember I was like, man, some fucking stinks and shit. He ended up like shitting in the car. I was like, God damn, bro. <laughs> so uh, I remember he was like in the cage and shit. He was like crying all night. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Shh. So I remember I just took his ass out the cage and like he just slept with me. So like for like for like the first like two weeks, he was just sleeping with me and shit. Like he'd be on top of my head or like right next to me. And then like after two weeks, he started like jumping down and like laying on the floor or somewhere else and shit like that. But he wouldn't like for a couple, uh, maybe about a month or so, he wouldn't go up and down steps. He was, like, scared and shit. So I ended up moving in an apartment I was at and shit. I picked him up, and then I'm like, bro, you got to come down these steps. So I walked down the steps, I'm like, come on, come on. And then he fucking just came down, and there was no more issues and shit after that. But, man, me and this motherfucker, we done been through a lot, bro. Like, good times, bad times, and shit. Like, he, he stressed me out as a puppy, be tripping and shit, fucking shitting and they said like the dogs wouldn't shit in the cage and shit he'd be shitting like in his little cage yeah, shit in the cage, yeah but he would like always sit in the window like when i got when i got home from work like he knew my truck and shit i'll pull up he'd be like just sitting in the fucking window just all barking and shit all hype and i remember like motherfuckers would like send me pictures and shit i'd be at work they like roll past my apartment it was like turbos in the window Yeah, he would just be up there just chilling and shit. And people would be like, man, I wouldn't expect you to have, like, a little small dog like that. I'm like, shit, yeah. But, yeah, he was, you know what I'm saying? That's my little buddy and shit. 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, he will. You know what I'm saying? Or he'll be, like, down, right down at the uh, on the bottom and shit, on the floor. Or sometimes he'll be, like, at the uh, at the foot of the bed. He ain't like a big like cuddler and shit. He'll lay for a little minute and shit and then dip out. Like if I'm on the couch, he'll come and like lay like on my stomach and shit for a little bit. He ain't gonna stay long and then he'll do what he do. But he's like, he's always been good with like people and like kids. Like I worked at this facility and shit for like kids and like these was like like younger ones. And like the day I got him, I brought him over. And they was like playing with him. And then like on Saturdays, I would bring him to work with me and shit. 
So we had like our own little backyard that was fenced in. So he would be running out there with him. He be running all over the unit and shit. So at the end of the shift, this motherfucker he be in the fucking in the back seat, just tired. So he's always been like around kids. And then in my apartment complex, there was a shit ton of little Hispanic kids. I remember like there was this little chunky ass little girl. She like fucking loved Turbo. She be like fucking hugging him and shit. But then I noticed a lot of the Mexicans would be terrified of him. The kids love him, <laughs> but the adults would act like he was a goddamn German Shepherd or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you on? Hey, that's that fear, man. That's that fear. As a black man's dog, watch out for it. Yeah, because, man, around here and shit, I be seeing them white bitches and shit. They be trying to, like, yank their dog away when me and Turbo fucking walk by. I'm like, dog, we don't give a fuck about you or your little dumbass fucking dog and shit. My, my dog is just starting to venture out into uh-huh. other dogs. And uh, it's nice, you know, but they, she lies down and she just submits to only, like, three of the dogs now. When we're walking up to them, yeah. she'll see them and she'll just drop down, like, ten feet. Like she'll lower shit and walk like this, looking at him, and then she'll stop and lay down and wait. Now, if one of them is a great day, that motherfucker's huge. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and she just looks up and then wants to paw after you smelled her for a little bit. And I don't like that shit because it's a big-ass dog, and she don't understand that. Uh, I don't let her do nothing with kids except my children because she's only, like, seven months. Okay. And she's not out here without the jumping. She got yeah. sharp ass fucking claws. She be digging on concrete and uh-huh. rocks and doing weird shit after she eats. And she just, she a dog, man. She crunches fucking, I had wood to some almond uh-huh. to smoke some meats. This bitch pulls it out and strips it. Damn. <laughs> just chews on that shit. I'm like, okay. Come in the house. She does well in the house, you know, but. She just started. To, we don't have stairs, but she can jump up and off the bed now uh-huh. with ease. Like, she'll take off from the door and hit the bed now. Yeah. And she's getting comfortable being a little parkour. Yeah. And that shit ain't, you can't do that shit in the house like that, you know. And then you don't want to do it when you're outside. Right. You know? oh, uh, he had his little parkour stage, too, because I would trap him in the hallway with a baby gate, like, back in the day. And then I would come home. And I'm like, what the fuck's he doing in the window? I'm like, did he knock over the gate? So when I get in the house, the gate's still up. He could hop over the gate. So I had to get two of them and double stack. But shit, my peoples, he used to jump over the couch, just clear it. I'm like, damn, he's super athletic. So we used to play, and I would, like, throw his, like, toy or, like, a stuffed animal over the gate. He'd jump over the gate, get the motherfucker, bring it back. We'd do that shit for hours. I was like, man. So he he shocked me. It was athleticism, and then he loves to go hiking. So that's one thing. he loves outside. That's one thing. So he'll be out there. We do the little hikes, and then when I had back, like backyards and shit, he would go out there for hours. I had this one little spot that had a doggy door, and uh, I got the little video trying to get him to go through it and shit. So I'm like showing him like, come on, come on, come on. So he's like hitting his paw. Then he realized and shit how to do it. So he's going back and forth. And one day I'm like, turbo, turbo. So I'm like, where the fuck was he at? And I had like this little chair. He's sitting on the porch and sitting in the little chair. I'm like, oh, he didn't went outside. Comfort, man. Yeah, and I always wanted a dog, a dog door too. And it was like awkward as fuck that I mean that I had that shit in that little spot. Yeah, I want a dog door. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird want, but it's something that, you know, if I could feel the homeless wouldn't try to take advantage of, I would think yeah. about right now. 
but I've always wanted that. At, you know, Home Alone. Right, hell yeah. That's the first I time I've ever seen it. to go and fuck up and get yeah. on trying to get the doggy door. But if you have it, like, low enough, they can't reach their arm up or unlock. I've put my hand inside of a doggy door and unlocked the door. Ah. Only because I was on my way from somewhere and I spoke to someone and I told them that I was coming this way. Uh-huh. a little fucked up. I talked to him like 10 minutes before. Yeah. Got there and my fucking answered the phone. I was like, nah, sir, I'm already here. And I, I had already warned him about it. I was like, sir, this is not, you know, you live, this is like not Metairie exactly. You know? Hell yeah. This is like Kenner, but this is on the outskirts of whatever you want to call it, sir. You need to be a little bit more careful. And yeah. I got there and I and unlocked the door. Damn. I told you you need to fix that. Oh, Mike. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I was being uh, uh, your dog. Is you can kick him down. Well, I, I don't want to kick him down. Now, I'll fuck a dog up. <laughs> yeah, you can tell him to get him. Yeah, he's not attacking me. Yeah. You know, I'm okay. I'm comfortable. I feel like he's kicking <laughs> everything of my dog off of me, which is weird. Does he lick all the time? Yeah. It seems like he's about to fucking eat me. <laughs> Like, like, he was like licking my leg yeah. and shit before. He's sizing me up to say, hey, man, you know, I, I think I could get in right here. Yeah. I get the most meat with a bite right here. All right, look. Hey, Turbo. <laughs> nah, he ain't going to bite it, no shit. Because it feels like, you know how a tiger will lick the fucking, you know, their their tongues are strong enough to, like, lick, like, meat off the bone a little bit. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. damn, I know it. Like, that's how I feel. Like, it was like, lick the fur and shit off of shit. Like, I feel like that's what he's doing right now before he gets a good bite. And his tongue is hot as shit, <laughs> right? I'm going to need to wash my hands, sir. I know I'm, look. But speaking hey. of him, like, not being a fucking protector and shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so last week, okay, so a couple weeks ago, like, about two weeks ago, I'm walking to the store, and I got my earbuds in. And then I'm hearing like some noise, so I turn around and I see this white boy walking towards me all aggressive and shit. So I take my earbud out. He's like, yo, dreads, dreads. So I was like, what? <laughs> so he was like, why are you talking shit? I was, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? I said, I'm fucking walking to the store. I got my fucking earbuds in. He was like, you walk past me and you, you rubbed your nose. What's that about? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Maybe I fucking... Touched my face or some shit. I don't recall. I remember seeing him when I walked past, but I'm walking past this motherfucker trying to get to the goddamn store. So I'm like, I start going off and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, fuck you, bitch. You walking up on me. I'm like, I'll slap the shit at you right now. I'm like, if I slap the shit at you now, I'll be wrong. He's like, yeah. So I go and jump. I said, I'm not a bitch. I'll be right. So then this one dude had, uh, had seen it. Then he like, Looked at me like, shake my head. was like, nah, bro, it ain't even worth it. So where the dude lives at, I thought it was like a halfway house. But I just found out it's a sober living. And I'm like, how is it a sober living when these motherfuckers be outside smoking weed, drinking and shit? You intoxicated living in a sober living house. <laughs> they can do whatever they want right. to do. And <laughs> this is what I don't understand myself. What I need to go ahead and figure out is... Yeah. We can really do whatever the fuck we want to do, apparently. Hell yeah. And I'm not talking in the manner of crime. Like, I feel like, all right, 
If you watch motherfuckers be aggressive all day for no reason, do you think you can walk around like that? Nah. Like with, nah. with no body caring or coming to intervene or ask a question to be like, hey, what's going on with him? Uh-huh. Or we saw this. Like, nigga, these people out here doing whatever they want. Hell yeah. And I don't understand, like, people want to... Do you believe in the defund the police shit? Hell yeah. All right. So, but my whole thing is they take that as something that hurt them in a manner that they want to be like, oh, oh, you don't need us. So we're not going to do anything for crime then. And we're just going to harass people all day. And when real crime happens, if we don't get a call about it, we don't care about it. Yeah. And that's what the fuck they do. Until it's something that's, you know, makes them look bad or something that was preventable. These people don't really care, man. They don't want to fuck over the criminal. The criminals make them look like they're right in their thinking of the shit that they do. All right? And the people that are there to stop the criminals will criminalize, criminalize us yeah. instead of actual criminals just because they can. And I don't like that. Like, I had a man come to my house with two guns. Mark Wahlberg, all right, Asian man, with two guns for five hours after being told to leave in the first half hour. And the police came the first time and tried to harass me Dude hit my door and said, you come out here and talk to me then. And I was like, bro. The police said that or the Asian guy? The police. Uh-huh. Oh, the Asian guy said that and so much more. But the police was an Asian man and his, his white partner. And he was aggressive. And they left. And the dude came back a little while later with some family member and left his guns in his car and came back with a family member now. And the cops had to tackle him and bring him to jail. And he didn't charge that man with shit. Damn. He had been trespassing for five hours. Oh, and he had been sitting around across the street for a very long time. <laughs> you know, that's if I would do that, I need you to understand they would charge me with stalking. Yeah. They would charge me with uh, premeditated, attempted something. That's what they would try to charge me with. If I sat across the street from someone stalked them with weapons and intended and sent messages saying I was going to shoot them, they would have crucified me. But an actual person who I was told, leave alone, don't do anything, who harassed me for five hours, you know, no charges. And in L.A., if that was a black man, he would be facing like 12, 14, 20 years mm-hmm. with aggravated assault charges and other felony. That man gets to go about his life, you know? And that's one of a few times that I've been shit on or attempted to be shit on by someone. And the police don't do anything when they're supposed to be there. I didn't call them, but they were called. And you know there's crimes happening. So help me understand. Yeah. So I just don't, um, you can't throw that away. You can't look and say, oh, 
well, you know, that's just happenstance. That should just happen like that. No, they're really putting a lot of black and brown people in jail and letting other people skate by with shit. And even in times where there's no bail, like I got fucked up and they, they had bail for me, you know, with charges that shouldn't have been there that you should, you know, and I don't understand. But that's the law. Yeah. I know you're having a problem with the officer. Do you still, do you have a gag order or anything? You can't no, speak can, on him? No, I can speak free. I can say what I I'm want. I'm just asking. I'm just. Fuck you, Sean McPartland, a.k.a. McPussyland, bitch-ass motherfucker, punk-ass cracker. Can you say his name one more time, please? Sean McPartland, McPussyland is what I call him. Okay, yeah, punk-ass bitch. Matter of fact, you buried on this motherfucker for life, sucker. You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. Those were not gunshots. Those were fireworks. No, no. At the beginning, we... Well, I mean, at the beginning, I do a disclaimer because they were trying to holler about... The, they were trying to use that as on some bullshit. But from the... like, Since I started doing this podcast, I always talked about it. That's the petty pistol. <laughs> so what we do is we shoot you with the petty bi- with the petty bullets to knock some sense in your stupid ass. So when you go to sleep and when you wake up, you're not the same stupid ass motherfucker that you was. So that's what we call bury him in the grave. And then also bury him in the grave is like when you be shitting on people, when you're doing great things, and they just sitting there hating because they's fucking losers and shit. Uh, so yeah, that's what that is. Okay, okay. But yeah, but fuck the motherfuckers. But uh, that dude and shit. So I was like, man, I said. I was like, bro, this shit ain't over. I'm gonna get this motherfucker. So the other day, I see some dudes that live in that little sober living spot. I'm, I see the little, the one the black dude. I said, hey man, where that bitch at? So he started laughing. He said, oh, he's in the house. I said, hey bro, go get him. So he was like, nah, nah. He's like, nah, not right now, cause we got some uh, construction and shit going on right now. I said, bro, that don't matter. So like, there was another dude who was like, I can get you a, a pen, a pencil and some paper. You can write him a, a note. I said, I don't need to leave no damn message. I got a mouth. I said, I don't need no paper. I said, all right. I said, I'm going to catch him on the flip side. So last Tuesday, I'm walking the shit. When I'm like back on my street and shit, I see that motherfucker. I see him like walking, drinking some coffee and shit. So I like look at him and shit, stare at him real hard and shit. So then I start talking shit. Then he's talking shit. So like we talking and whatever the fuck and shit. He's like in my motherfucking face. I slapped the shit out that motherfucker, bro. Slapped the shit out of him. His motherfucking coffee and shit was like full. More than half of it spilt out and shit like that. I'm like, what's up? What's up? So then he starts like going toward his little crib and shit. Or the like sober living house. So I'm like, what the fuck you want to do? So I'm like in a driveway or whatever. So some motherfucker who's like upstairs on the little balcony, he starts talking shit. I said, bitch, bring your motherfucking ass downstairs. You can get something. He said, I'm not coming down there. I said, well, shut your puss ass up then. <laughs> so there's this one dude and shit who got a, who was like, don't touch my car. There was like a Porsche in the driveway. I said, I didn't touch your motherfucking car. So this motherfucker said, I'll kick your ass. I said, oh, yeah? I said, hold on. So I go to the, the telephone pole because I'm about to tie Turbo up. This motherfucker tried to do like some little sneak tack from behind shit. So I turn around and I see it. And I do, I shit, I hit him with the Charleston White. I maced that motherfucker. I got, I got, because a couple years ago, I was the mailman. So I got the dog spray and shit. So I sprayed this motherfucker and shit. So then he like, 
he like runs into like the yard and shit and like picks up something to like hit me and shit. I'm thinking it was like metal. So I was like, fuck. So I go to spray and the shit was like plastic, but he's only hitting me in my wrist because I'm blocking it to make sure I don't get hit and like turbo don't fucking get hit. So then I just like walk away. He's like, how did that feel? I said, bitch, that is plastic. The only thing that I felt like about 30 minutes later, my arm was itching. So that shit was in some dirt. I don't know what the fuck. It had my arm itching like a motherfucker. So, uh, so I'm like, I was like, shit, I'm going to fight this motherfucker. I'm like, I'm trying to tie my dog up, and you're going to try to sneak me from behind? I was like, oh, bitch, when I see your ass, it's on sight. I ain't seen him. But the next day, I, I'm walking fucking turbo. I see the dude who I slapped and shit. He's on, a, uh, he's on a scooter and shit. So he rides past. He's on a scooter. I'm like, puss ass, bitch. He said, the cops are looking for you. I said, fuck you and them. I said, I slapped the shit out, shit out of your ass again, bitch. So then he continues on on his little scooter. So then I seen, I was like, bro, I should slap the fuck out of him every time I see him just on GP. So then I seen him the other day and shit, and he wasn't even looking. And I was like, I, I could have snuck and stole it off on him. I said, I ain't even going to do it. I'm going to let him live. You can't do these things, sir. You're getting away with what I'm saying. <laughs> You're getting away with This is more point proven that. Bro, he started it with me. You can do what you want to do. <laughs> he started it with me, though. Man, I would go to jail. He started right? it with me, though. I'm defending myself. Man, I was attacked. I had complained about a motherfucker for a long time. <laughs> I go about the right avenues in job situations, man. This is on the street, and you ain't got no issue. This shit happened to me. I can't act like that. I can't. I don't slap first. I don't, I've never been one. I, I'm too big to hit somebody and just be like, I hit somebody. I can't, yeah. I can't do that. You know what I mean? I, when I was a little child, I broke a kid's arm. I think about that a lot as an adult, as a teenager. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Um, I can't do that. But even if I defend myself, I'm still the bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, let's ignore what he has to say. Things that he couldn't do to other people, allow it to happen to him. And when he defends himself, if somebody attacks him, like, let's make sure we make him the bad guy because he's pointing out the things that we should be paying attention to and we prefer to fuck him over. You know what I mean? And I don't, there's many, I'm just one man. Yeah. You know, Jonathan Moxon is just one man. <laughs> but, uh, look, I'm just saying. He I'm hit him with that. <laughs> I'm. I go through a lot of bullshit with these people. Yeah. And I understand what I try to do right. I know where I fuck up at. I I know what I try to do right. Uh-huh. And they'll try to crucify you and work and leave other people the fuck alone when they should be fucking with folks. And that goes for police. That goes for dumbass motherfuckers everywhere. That goes for everybody right now. It's like, you got to realize, like, and I'm not religious. I'm not saying we in the end of times. I'm just an old guy who's not that old that realizes we can't continue on with how we're doing, everybody. We can't treat each other the way that we do and expect to be okay in times where we're in. If something happens, we're not, not we're not gonna know how to act 
to get through it together. And I, I like, I'm from New Orleans, all right. Uh-huh. I, and I sometimes I look at shit differently because I feel New Orleans was just like a tester ground for a lot of shit that they wanted to do in the world, like TikTok dances. All that shit is just basically four New Orleans bounce songs with all the little dances they do. If if you grew up when I was young, they had do the sissy boot, wham, the sissy boot, wham, save it, save it, save it, save it, save it, yeah, save it, 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 and they went through like fucking forty dances in one song, and people did a dance for every dance that they said in this fucking song, and you know nobody was recording this shit, but I watch TikTok videos and all I do is see a Debore dance or at Livingston or, you know, the end of a parade or some shit. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, from the men popping on the wall or in the, I remember one time I was on Bourbon Street and they had a, a, a circle that had uh, uh, opened up, like, you know, and it wasn't a fight, so if it wasn't a fight, there was somebody dancing, cool, let's go check this out. I get over there, it's like six niggas just pee-popping. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? I, like, <laughs> I, I sat, I stayed for a good 10, 15 seconds, and I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. Not a woman in sight, but these, they, you would call it twerking now, but I was right. a kid, you know what I mean? Like, the things that go on now have been going on in New Orleans for a long time. Like, the violence. The way people act, and the only thing that you don't see is any sort of togetherness. Like I don't know how to explain that. Uh, I don't know, man. Like it's just if something happened, what you gonna do if something happened here? Like say if they had a flood right now, what are you gonna do? If they had a flood? Yeah. Like right here, the water came up six, seven feet. I'll be straight because I'm on like the top level. Okay. <laughs> You gonna be straight? That's what you said. That's you said you said you said six or seven feet. Yeah. Well, the water is not even going. The water will probably get down like to the garage is probably the, the highest it'll get. Okay. So. I mean, I would have to evacuate and shit or whatever. But if there was nowhere to go, like the water and shit, I'm, where are you going to evacuate to? Shit, you gotta get on a boat or fucking some little shit. Okay. Or try to swim, but we stuck mainly though. Okay. Let me let me ask you. Are you gonna help your neighbors? Yeah, if there's some motherfuckers who need some shit, I'm like, yeah, we in it, we in this together. Okay. I think you could last in this this apartment for like four days, right? You think so? You could last in here four days with turbo shit and pissing everywhere. You can't go outside. You can't go to a store. There's no food places to go to. Yeah, I, I would take them to the roof and shit. Okay. Or whatever, but. You're going to let other people around here know that you're here. Like, you, y'all, who, who in this building is going to pull out the gun first to say, don't come on this property? Shit, I don't know who's strapped up in this motherfucker. Right. You don't think about things like that. Yeah. You don't think about the people that don't know that you live here in those times of when something happens. They're not gonna look at you like you're a fucking resident, you know. They gonna look at you oh, like Mike. a problem. Oh, they're gonna look at you like a problem. And I don't think people you don't know your neighbor. You don't know who supposed to be in this building, but depending on the 
amount of folks here, you know, you don't know who's going to be on your side. And that sounds racist and crazy, but you're going to have to keep to yourself. Yeah. Like, people watch too much Walking Dead and fucking zombie apocalypse, like, bad shit where you're not really trying to help nobody. You know what I mean? You, you got to survive, and this is not a good place to think about that type of shit for helping your neighbor. Like, one earthquake, one little typhoon type shit, you know what I mean, tsunami. One little earthquake, one little tsunami type shit, right? That's not something that happens here. But the hurricane was not a fucking hurricane. It was barely a tropical storm. Um, Man. Yeah. So just a, reg- a regular ass yeah, rainy, rainy day. day. Yeah. So I don't think people... If y'all ever did get a hurricane, like category two hurricane, category three, I don't think people are going to be like, oh, it's not that bad. We're not going to evacuate. And people don't understand that it's not going to be nice if it was like just the two or three here. Like if that water comes up and you got a large homeless population, you got a large population that don't want the other population in their area, you got... I wouldn't let motherfuckers in the house and shit. Oh, no. Like that. Nah, nah. Nigga, you got, bruh, what the fuck you mean? You don't understand that depending on how long nobody wants to help, because we live in a world where nobody knows what your job is, right? Nobody knows what you're supposed to be doing. And I'm talking with our government and who we going to help. Like, I'm from Louisiana. I was not in Katrina. I was in home of Louisiana for Katrina, just minutes away. I went to work the day after. Oh, I, I went to a fucking uh, a port that was not fucked up across from uh, Cameron. I don't know what city it is. And once I hit the water, they had shit in the water. I was like, oh, there's a lot of wood and pieces of shit in the water. Okay. And we went to Texas. And we I got tv somewhere over there i watched tv in an office for like maybe 10 minutes and i was like yo this is fucked up and i came back and i went drop somebody off in baton rouge and i went back to homa and i didn't it wasn't horrible at first like i I don't think people understand that like my cousin and her mom were in there and they went to a hospital and as soon as they got there the water started coming up and they were at the hospital for like i guess two three days i'm not sure something like that damn yeah but and then they ended up somewhere in texas uh but that shit, if it happened here it would be so much worse man like i don't think you understand like the people that want to loot the people that want to take advantage but you got to think about the people that want the people to loot. You have to think about the people that want to want other people to take advantage and the shit that they can do because these people do things. Like, I sound like a bitch in the way that I talk, but I really don't think we can survive. And I mean that as a people because we are getting to the point of being cutthroat and really greedy about pretty much everything. And that's frightening. Like, you can watch how people treat each other. And I'm not the best motherfucker in the world. I have issues. I can say that. I'm a psychotic motherfucker. But only after I've been poked 
stabbed and prodded. I don't just pop off. I'm too big to just be like, can't do that, yeah. right? But if you just watch, and with you included, you say fuck that psycho, but if you back down, he might try to attack you. Right. You know, and that's the, that's the shit right there that is, this is not high school, right? Like, you don't have to, and that's, if you look at it, that's how these motherfucking homeless people are acting. They be aggressive as fuck. They, they have issues that a good ass whooping would help, but they know what they need to do. They just don't want to do it. Yeah. And, and some of them are fucked up. A lot of them have drug problems, and that's what, that's what their fucked up shit is. Uh, a lot of people have, are victims of sexual assault or multiple sexual assaults. That's another thing that drives this shit, and people don't realize that. And I just don't, I don't know, man. I can't explain how people work to people, but I'm going to say stop being aggressive with these psycho people that are in some sort of sober living or halfway house that don't mind stabbing someone in the street and running away. Yeah. Leave them the fuck alone. Well, you know, I got a, a knife and a taser on me, too, when I'll be out there. And I, I just bought some bear spray because that little spray, <laughs> that, that, that little spray that I had, so they didn't do shit. Then I look, and it expired in like 2020. I'm like, oh hell no! Nah. But I mainly carry the spray and shit because there's like a shit ton of coyotes and shit, and I've seen them early in the morning. Man. And then there's like bigger dogs, so I'm like, I'm gonna have to fucking use this shit on these fucking animals and shit if they try to run up. And when I be hiking and shit too, that's just like silly string pepper. <laughs> uh, the bear spray? Yeah, it's just like a, the big orange shit. Yeah. Yeah, man, that shit looks crazy. Okay, so so the the shit that oh, I had the dog spray man. from the post office, that shit was like putting an orange little shit or whatever, but that shit wasn't strong. I'm like, fuck. But he had like he had the little orange shit on his like shirt, he had like a white t shirt on. So I seen it on there. But I'm like, that spray sucks. I'm like, I need some fucking bear spray. No, man. Leave these fucking people alone. No, I am I'm like shit, I'm good. I'm like, you wanna talk shit, you wanna run up on me again? Alright, cool. I got something for your motherfucking ass. I say this because, and I, once again, I, I'm 40, 41. Uh huh. Right? Microphone. I'm 41. I just feel you got to leave these motherfucking people alone until you have to give it to them. Yeah. And that shit doesn't work for me because I always get in trouble, right? <laughs> but I feel if you are more righteous in your ass whooping, he would oh, take it we got a call. Fresh podcast. Who is this, and where you calling from? What's going on, man? Tank, little What's going on? You ugly. What's up, cocksucker? <laughs> What's up, man? Oh man, we just over here. Oh, matter of fact, we like talking about the story about why I slapped that dude the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you come back out there? Nah, nah. I seen him and shit. The the next day, he was on a scooter. And when he rode past, I said, pussy ass bitch. He said, the cops was looking for you. I said, fuck you in there. I'm going to slap the shit out your ass again. And then I seen him again the other day. He wasn't even paying attention. I was like, I should sneak his ass. I said, I ain't even going to fucking do it. So I'm just like, shit. Unless he walk, unless he walk up on me again, then I ain't gonna do nothing to him. I ain't gonna walk up on you again. Shit. Ain't gonna do it. 
Yeah, well, he learned this shit. Just gonna do something. He did something you did the first time. Yeah. So, so you think you think he should have slapped the shit out of him? What's that? You think he should have slapped the shit out of him? Or do you think you should just leave these crazy people alone? I'm, I'm asking you. <laughs> I'll be leaning towards leaving my alone sometimes, but you know, he ain't gonna do it. Okay, okay, but but I'm asking, and this is real. I I, I just you feel that you should leave him alone. Do you think I, I leave him alone? Do you think these people are crazy and dangerous more so that they have nothing to lose, right? It ain't got nothing to lose, and after that's right now. That's what I'm saying. So I feel all right. We live in a world of disrespect is danger. Uh-huh. Right, if you can lose your life for disrespecting people for many different things, right? So I understand you want to establish dominance by slapping the shit out of somebody and creating a barrier of "bitch, get the fuck away from me." But we live in a world where motherfuckers will hold on to that, and that will be that's somebody that's already in a halfway house. All right, so he might he already has some sort of substance abuse problem, right? Uh-huh. So if he's an alcoholic. You might have just slapped him into more alcohol. <laughs> All right? Yeah. And you haven't seen him because he's relapsed and this nigga is out here drinking hard just thinking about you. All right? That's all that this motherfucker has on his mind is this motherfucker slap. You never know. One day you might be walking. He might be laid back. Someone knowing you take that same route every time and be waiting on you. Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't. And then there's no reason... To establish that kind of dominance as an old person, you're not old. You right. young. You in shape. Like I, I understand that. Like nigga, what? Yeah. yeah. Right. You want that, but we are living in a time where there's so many people that's really fucked up, and I feel right. bad because I, I, you know, I, I, I went off on a young man verbally recently for coming to the doorstep, I, like, like he was trying to set some weird shit up, but. I didn't hit him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And his questions when I questioned him just didn't match. So I knew he was on stupid shit, you know, and he wasn't just crazy, but he was plotting, you know, and if the person is just crossing the street and y'all staring at each other or he got something to say, and especially you said it was because you rubbed your nose. He took yeah. offense to that. Yeah, he said I rubbed his my uh my nose in front of I don't even remember doing the shit. I never even seen that dude until yeah. like that day. But then I found out he probably what I'm sh- Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. So I, when I found out it was a sober living spot cuz uh I think that's why he probably got mad cuz like when he was saying that shit, I'm like, "Look here, don't don't get mad at me cuz you insecure, you fucking junkie." And he was like, "Why you got to call me names?" And then, but this is before I knew it was a sober living spot. You just happened to get that's it. That's the reason I think. Go that's ahead. The reason I think he got offended by it because he probably was on coke. He thought you was making fun. I'm calling him a junkie. Uh, yeah, but I, you know, what I'm saying I never saw by him. By you before. rubbing your nose, by you rubbing, by you rubbing your nose, like yeah. And I don't even remember rubbing. I, I don't know if I touched my nose, or my face. I don't even remember. I was fucking. I had my earbuds in. I'm just walking, trying to get to the store real quick. You know what I'm saying? Whole world. Yeah. That, but this is how crazy that this world is that he could see you. Not recognize that you're not paying attention to him. Not recognize that you are have your earbuds in. He cannot put that together and just sees one thing that you do as aggression instead of you, the rest of you. The only thing he saw was this bullshit, 
right? Out of all the things he could see of you walking down the street, that's the only thing that his brain gave him was he's disrespecting me with this simple thing right here. Right? Say true, who, who say he wasn't already had it? Huh? He probably already had it. Nah. You never know. He might have been. But he was the aggressor. He came up on me and shit. Just leave these fucking people. Yeah. Alone, sir. Yeah. I, I said I was going tomorrow. Yeah, I said That's I was tomorrow. like. I said, I wasn't even going to fuck with him unless they fucked with me again. You know what I'm saying? I was still going to walk my dog, do what I got to do and shit. You ever seen uh, uh, Anchorman where they kick Baxter? What you going to do if somebody come out of the bushes and kick back, kick Turbo like that? Then I'm going to uh, really assault them very pro- bad. Exactly. You're going to have a real fucking problem. Yeah, they get electrocuted. We live in the world where motherfuckers would do some shit like that. Yeah. Like, man. <laughs> no, man. I, I don't. We live, in, we live in different times, and it's cool. It's just I don't have time for it. Yeah. Like, I'm from the South. No, like, I feel that. It's, it's not a small town, but it's a small town. You know what I mean? And I, I don't have time to watch the shit that goes on, and I really don't have time for people not to recognize, yo, like, sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, everybody is fucked up. And I want to talk as much shit ever. When I grew up, I got called names, man. Nigga got harassed, and it was okay. You know, I I had to take it and learn. You know, I couldn't just put my hands on people like, yeah. ah, man, I don't want that for people. But I want people to understand that not everything a person says is about you. Not everything that a person does is about you. And it's hard. This is what I need you to understand. It's when people are looking at you, it's not about you. It's just what they see from you, sir. And I don't know how to explain that. I, I don't. I, I, it's not okay, but it can cause a lot of problems. And yeah. I, I, you from you from the South. It is technically the South. It's right. more North than a lot of shit, but um, it's different. Yeah. And I don't the shit that I have to put up with as a person that don't feel like doing no dumb shit. Like I'm old. I don't feel like doing nothing, you know, nigga. I like to fuck sometimes, but I like to play basketball. But I don't do nothing. And you can watch the world fuck up, bro. Yeah. And I, I just feel like yeah. When, when are us? How old is Caller, sir? How old are you? May I ask? 42. 42. 41. Y'all this is what I'm saying. Like, he understands a different time of when people were a little bit, I'm not going to say better because people will take offense to that. That's not what I'm saying. It's we understood more about each other than it seems that people care to look at right now. And you want to judge older people. Like somehow we don't see what the fuck you're seeing, but that's you and that's how you feel. I shouldn't have to give a fuck about how you feel as much as you want me to give a fuck about how you feel. Like nobody gave a fuck about. And I'm not saying that like, woe is me. Nobody gave a fuck about me as a child. Like other than my parents and some family, you know, it's not like I could get a fucking movement 
for getting picked on every day. Call it the F word because I can't say the F word every single day. You know, like if I fought back and fucked somebody up, I'm in trouble. It didn't, nobody was like, oh, he took so much and oh, he just went off and now we're going to save him and give his family 150000 for fighting back. Man, get the fuck up out of here with that. Like, see, right now, ain't nobody fighting anyway. Ain't nobody fighting right now anyway. They just, just straight kill you. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand what the fuck is going on in this world where you can't see what's going on in this world. You know what I mean? And I am close to getting my feet in the OnlyFans page just because <laughs> that's where the money is, apparently. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to feel the type of way, but my face ain't going to be on there. You know? And maybe I could make enough money to get a nice little farm where I can grow my vegetables, have a cow or some chickens and shit and do the shit that I would want to do that, you know, would make the United States a better place. But that's not what people want. They want motherfuckers to waste their money on bullshit and make sure they hoard it and only do weird shit with it and watch everyone, I guess, trickle along. And it's not all right. You watch Spectrum commercials? Yeah, I've seen them. Okay, you know sometimes how they'll have the family, and they'll all be like on their device, and like the wife will be in the kitchen, and then the sink will break, and the water will spurt up, and then like the dad will be somewhere, and the wall will fall down, and then the kids are somewhere, and the air, the fan falls down or some shit, and everything's just fucked up in the house, but everybody is content on their phones. Okay, that's the world and i understand it's just a fucking commercial but that's exactly what's going on is we can sit here and be content with everything that breaks in our house as long as we have something to do on the phone i'm guilty of that shit too i'll be on instagram for two three hours just looking at shit you know some dumb shit you know maybe 40 minutes nah, about 20 minutes of different asses you know yeah, my yeah. algorithms ass uh titties uh <laughs> but I also get the other shit that ain't real. Some shit is just old shit that people didn't pay attention to the first time around, and you want to be mad about something two years later. That's upsetting. Um, the anger that people can have on Instagram that I can't have. I can't use the N-word on Instagram without getting a, a little seven-day ban or whatever. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, I'll get reported, but I can like have people threaten to come in my house and call me the N-word and talk shit, and yeah. they still have an account. And I don't understand. And then I get blocked if I make too much sense on something. Like, I, if I want to have an argument, I want to have an argument, but not like, an, I don't want to have to curse you out, you know. But people would rather pride and poke and be assholish for a long time instead of have a real conversation. And whenever I make too much sense, motherfuckers just be like, eh, let's block them, delete and block. And when somebody engages you with something, it's like, oh, delete and block. Fuck that. And I don't understand how. That's just not good, man. You know what I mean? And I understand it's good, but it's not. Like, I'm too old to get it. I can't. I like being petty. Yeah. And I think I would be really fucking good at it. You know what I mean? I really, 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 really think I could do some good fucking evil shit. I could break you down mentally. And watch you cry and crumble, but also sit there and be like, that's crazy. You know, why are you going through that? You know what I mean? But I don't do that because that's not a fun thing to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to have friends. 
You're supposed to have people that you can actually confide in. You're supposed to care and give a fuck about people, even though they just people. Just regular, normal niggas. We're supposed to give a fuck about something, anything. I understand you love your dog, but everybody loves their dog now. Yeah. You know what I mean? People don't even love their kids, but they have them. And I don't understand what it's going to take. All right. The little, the rapper man, the rapper boy and his girlfriend. The, the, she had the little baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Blue face. That little baby had his head. Like, okay. Yeah. That thing is supposed to be here. If, if you're going to put the baby in the And his neck was carrier, like, like leaning back and shit. You're going to put him right here. It's going to be tight on your body, on the baby's body. The baby's going to be close to your chest because that's what it is. Right? They She had that yeah, child that backwards. She had that child backwards like this. All right? And hanging with the neck backwards like this in the and now I understand you had the little the little clamp where it's supposed to be snug around his arms. I understand you had him in that and his head was kind of, you know, supported, but that's not what you're trying to do right now. You're not trying to walk upstairs with a fucking baby like that. You're not trying to do anything with a child hanging like that. To where if you did squat down, hang down, that child might Fall the fuck out, tumble out. Yeah. And you want somebody to go and tell you. She said, well, I wish somebody would just came up and told me I'm doing wrong. Are you fucking stupid? Do you know what it feels like to walk up and tell somebody they wrong in today's world and try to correct them, especially in public? Do you understand what what you're going to have to go through to sit there and correct someone? Do you understand the problem you would have to correct a behavior that you felt was a little bit off and maybe sh- not that you felt that yeah. you knew for a fucking fact shouldn't be going on. Yeah. These days you can't walk up on nobody and do that. It's going to be a problem. You're going to be in a fight. It's going to be some kind of issue with it. It don't even have to be her. It could be somebody with her that felt that was disrespectful and you're going to have a problem. You can't walk up with no... All right, I believe in... Um, What's the word? If you have a voice of reason, right? Yeah. You got five people and one voice of reason. If that motherfucker don't got the respect of the other four people, can fuck them up physically or have a weapon, he ain't going to be listened to, right? He he has to have at least one other person with him in that group of five to even possibly be listened to, right? We don't have... You talking about they do that to halfway house? No, I'm just talking about in in the world right now. We don't have a voice of reason in the group. And the voice of reason you might have is drowned out. It is ignored. It is fucked with. Like, I'm just letting y'all know, man. I'm not crazy. But we got to hug each other sometimes. And I don't mean that, like, you know, you don't got a mouth hug, motherfucker. You know what I mean? But you got to give a fuck about somebody. Yeah. And I, I, I know that sounds crazy. Might be a little high, but fuck the police. You can say that all you want, but we need to care about each other somehow. And that crazy motherfucker, he needs to get some fucking help, right? Yeah. That help shouldn't be you fucking him up and thinking about fucking him up every day. <laughs> all that's going to do is cause him to become paranoid, schizophrenic. Yeah, right reason. now. Right now he's on the air. Right now he's nervous. Every time he see you, he, he got a problem with you. Yeah. yeah. I said right I was like, I wasn't going to fuck with him. 
Yeah. Right now, you don't know if he, you got anything on. You don't know if you got a knife, whatever. Cause you, you just slap him. Yeah. And he's worried about you. You can't put him down just to put him down. You don't live in that. We don't live he in was that. the aggressor, you know you though. He started it. Day. Okay, I'm just saying, sir. Yeah. Now, you don't have to love this man. I'm just saying, next time, the person that you slapped in the store, yeah, I would have called the cops on that bitch for stealing and hope the cops came there and he had a problem with everything. I would have took his shit down. I would have said he was aggressive with the cashier. You just slapped that white man. You could have told him you was going to call the cops and he would have got verbal he got a, he would have verbally assaulted <laughs> and then he got physically assaulted and you could have whooped his ass after that. Like you don't go for the the fucking ah you need that. No. You let them make that fucking step. If you're gonna be petty, be petty correct. Talk the shit. Get them upset. Get them out of character like they expected the police to do to us. Yeah. All right? Do to them what the police will do to us when they come if they have a reason to fuck with us, even if they have a no fucking reason. All right, they gonna do shit to us to get us out of character. They gonna talk to us like we don't know our fucking selves. We gonna they gonna put us down. You do that to these motherfuckers that are having issues with you before you put hands on them. Because if you do that to them, they gonna want to put hands on you first. Then you can put them the fuck down. And I don't even go that low, niggas. I don't know why people want to fight me and when they, they say whatever the fuck they want to me while I watch them tiptoe around other motherfuckers. Like I could break you. Yeah. Like. If this was Conan's time, I would be his boy. He'd be like, oh, yes, Nick, let's go. Yeah. And we'd fuck shit up. You know, we'd fuck bitches and take villages. Like, all our lineage would be all throughout this bitch, right? <laughs> but you're going to talk to me like I'm not that motherfucker. Like, you go a couple centuries back, we got a fucking clan right here, sir. Hey, young man, oh, well, we're going to ride over to you. You got folks over? You in where? You say Kentucky, sir? Oh, we gonna ride over there through there and uh, holler at this man, and we have a clan, and we could live, you know what I mean, and farm and have turbo and weed and food, and that would be okay because after you have war, you can have peace. But then when that happens, you leave people out there just with their ass kicked. They get a whole bunch of other motherfuckers to kick your ass because that's all they have left. And I don't like these motherfuckers right here, but they can help me fuck this motherfucker up right here. And then, you know, you just forgot. And I'll be listening to the Fresh Podcast crying and shit. <laughs> like, man, I, I, I don't know what happened, officer, but man, I really hope that I'll find whoever did it. Like, I'm going to yeah. sit here and not say nothing while you over here fucked up. And that's it, sir. And I got to reminisce on you. But Listen. the dudes that live in a sober house was saying, that that motherfucker had issues with a lot of them in the house that he'd be starting shit with a few people. Cause the black cause the black dude was like, man, he's over, he was like he was like, he was over talking shit, fucking with his little buddy the other day and shit. So the black dude knew, you know what I'm saying, what I was going on. But yeah, they said that motherfucker been having issues with people in the house. Actually crazy, sir. Yeah, he on some whole shit. Yeah, that's more of a reason he might have that's more of a reason he might have something on him because everybody got a problem with him. Yeah. yeah. And one day he might realize he might be high one day you walking through there. You never know. Yeah, you know, I got, I got my shit on me and my bear spray will be okay. here this week too. Now you out here jumping with, with weapons and police going to Is it your bear spray here. this week? Yeah, the bear spray will be here this week. Because on Amazon when I was trying to order it, like it was saying they they couldn't ship it to my address. So I had to, I had to go on some website and order some. So it'll be here this week. Because that dog spray wasn't shit. But it was expired from like 2022, so 
I'll see you. What's up with the bear spray? How much was that bear spray? Like $25 or some shit. I'm pretty sure bro, I got a stream on it too. Pretty, you see pretty far, can't it? Yeah, probably so, yeah. So, we'll see, you know. I only plan on spraying if like coyotes or some shit was around. For real, that's the main reason I got that. I got that shit because I was seeing them when I'm walking the dog. So, I'm like, man, we ain't finna get attacked. But hell yeah. Yeah, but when you think about this, if you, if you sit there like punk you, you might do it every day too, though. I mean. What happened? I mean, if you sit there and let him punk you out too, man, he might try to do it every time you walk through there. Man, if you didn't stand up for yourself. Exactly. So then, you know, this is a gay neighborhood. So I was like, maybe he thought I was like one of these little sissies or whatever, and you're going to try to punk me. I was like, nah, motherfucker. No, no, no. We have nip that shit in the bud right motherfucking now. I said, because I'll be walking up and down these streets. I'll be bothering motherfuckers. I'll be living my life. So, yeah, that's why I was just like, nah, because I ain't going to let that happen again and shit. Yeah, because he, he walked up with me hard as fuck. So then when he realized I was ready to, to go down, then, then he kind of eased up a little bit. But then he was like, oh, I done did too much shit now to kind of run away. Because he, he, was, he was walking up with me hard. He was like, yo, dreads, dreads. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> you know, punky. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I ain't never seen this motherfucker in my life. Yeah, I'm sitting. Get your ass over here. <laughs> and I took my ass over here too. So what you trying to do? Hell yeah, man. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate that. Oh uh, no problem. Eric texts me. First time I got the catch. Huh? First time I got to catch the show, so I thought I'd call him if you're still on. Yeah, yeah. Eric texted me. He said that he smashed something in Pattaya. I don't know if he went to Phuket, but he said he hit something in Pattaya. Hey, he went to the club to me. Yeah, and he, 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 huh? He, he's still over there, ain't he? No, nah, he said he's on his way back right now. Oh, okay. But he went to the same club me and Jeremy went to. Oh, okay, yeah. I ain't get to make it to that one with you. Nah, you ain't make it in there. But Wish hey, I would've. Shit, it's all good. It's all good. Next time. Yeah, I gotta, gotta check on the flights, and I gotta get a good seat on that plane. That plane ride's deadly. Yeah, I remember earlier I said that somebody didn't text me back. They had just texted me back just now. Oh, okay, did it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you straight did. <laughs> Crazy. But hell yeah, man. Thank you for calling in and shit. You got to do an episode one day. Hey, I'm ready. Whenever you're ready, man, let me know. Yeah, well, shit, I'll, you know, I'll be out there in a couple of weeks because that, that show on the 18th. Okay, the work comes through. Yeah, I might. up at the house. Yeah, I might bring the equipment or some shit. All right, man. All right, pussy, later. Hit me up. All right. All right, yeah. Hell yeah. But Turbo watched that shit and he ain't fucking bark. He ain't do nothing. I was like, see, this is why I've been wanting that Rottweiler. If I thought Rottweiler, he would have had my back. Turbo has just, he ain't making no noise. No, like, no, what the fuck, bro? You could have barked something, ground. Motherfuckers trying to sneak sneak attack and shit. You don't do nothing. I know, he's weak.
You ever watch the the boy that could fly? No, I never seen that. Watch the boy that could fly. They had a little the little dog. It was a uh, it's bigger than Turbo, but at the end the dog saves the little boy. He's been a bitch the whole fucking movie. The dog's been a little bitch. Yeah, a pussy ass watching the boy get beat up and shit. You're not getting beat up, so Turbo don't have to jump in. Like Turbo understands that. Hey, my master gonna fuck this dude up. (laughs) Like that's why he he put me down right here. I'm gonna watch this shit and we gonna go home and we gonna watch some football or basketball game or some shit. You know, and that's why he doesn't help you because he knows that you you have it, sir. Yeah, but see, he be letting little small dogs punk him and shit. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing, Bo? He be weak. But yeah, man, for them, that little punk ass dude in that little fucking sober living house and shit, you try to run up on me on some little bullshit. I stop the fuck at you, man. You leave me alone, pussy. I'm gonna leave you alone. But if you want the smoke, I'm about the action, and you buried on this podcast. <laughs> You just got buried, you little punk-ass bitch. Hell yeah. You from New Orleans, man. How do you feel that BG is out? BG from Cash Money, the hot boys. I, I like that he's out. Um, uh-huh. I am a hot boys guerrilla warfare aficionado, I guess you can say. All right. I uh, was li- living in home at that time. I had moved there, and I was working at Rouse's Supermarket. What's the name of the supermarket? Rouse's. Rouse's? Yeah. Okay. I was working there when that particular album came out. And I will say that Cash Money and No Limit was heavy listening. Heavy, heavy listening. Like Lil Wayne, you know. Uh, even before that, UNLV, which I'm Yeah, to. drag him to the river. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know Pimp Daddy. Yeah, they had a lot. They had uh, what? T.T. Tucker. I don't know. Nah. You don't know these people. Uh -uh. Um, But they had a lot of different music that I grew up on that sounds very familiar to the music, to the music that I hear now. Like, and I I don't know how to, I don't, I say, I say, bitch, stop talking that shit. And by Jubilee's outfit. You know, I want white T-shirt, a khaki pants. But there's different versions of that song where people talking about fucking. Okay. And, like, different, I don't know. Uh, they used to have songs about, you know, shooting and killing murder. You know, they had they had a song that said nigga probably 236 times. <laughs> Damn. And it was only, like, a three-minute song. I'm the nigga, nigga, nigga. The nigga, nigga. Oh, nigga, shit. The nigga, the nigga, the nigga, the nigga. Brother, brother, the brother, nigga. But they don't say brother. That's what they say on the yeah. show. But it's the nigga you love, the nigga you love, the nigga you love, the nigga, <laughs> love, the nigga you love, love the hate, love the hate. Yeah. I'm the nigga, nigga, the nigga, nigga, the nigga, the nigga, nigga. And that was the whole fucking song. And Damn. I'm not joking. Right? And it got made. It got distributed. It got, it, it got you know, it, it, it went around. People knew these songs. Um, I don't. My mom used to say shit. Oh, if you knew your scriptures like that. Well, not my mom, but my grandma my mom would say it too. Her mom would say, if I knew the scriptures like I knew songs. Um, and that's true. But even if you know scripture these days, it's not like you, 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 you tailor it to what you feel it's, right. it's saying. Right? And. I don't know, man. Like, I, New Orleans was the shit. I, I can say that. 
It was violent, but it was enjoyable. They used to have the Pepsi Super Fair, right? And they used to have, you know the little coin things that you play with? That you throw the quarter in and it rolls down and it pushes down. You get tickets from the. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That shit used to be quarters, right? That shit used to be quarters and half dollars and shit like that. It's with dollars and shit on there every once in a while. And I would go to the Pepsi Super Fair and end up behind that little bitch playing them fucking games, making money off of little games that spit out quarters, right? And I was a kid and I was free. Like, I was, I was free. They used to have, uh, next to Superdome, they had a, uh, an arcade in, what the fuck was the name of that place? It wasn't the Riverwalk, because that's off the canal. But the Riverwalk, one time, they had a fucking barge hit that shit and, like, bust the hotel down. People don't even remember shit like that. Damn. Like, they had one uh, place where a bridge got fucked up and fell. They don't remember shit like that. Like, there's many issues that I remember that people don't remember. Like... It's like Kool-Aid milk. Do you remember Kool-Aid milk? What's that? Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid came out with Kool-Aid milk to where you nah. they had Kool-Aid that you could put in milk. I ain't never knew right? that. And I say anybody that don't remember it has drank Kool-Aid milk one time because nobody remembers it. It scared the fuck out of me, right? It was Kool-Aid. Packets of fucking Kool-Aid that you mix with milk. Uh, nobody remembers See, it. I don't like milk anyway. Yes, but do you like Kool-Aid? Yeah. It wouldn't have made you try milk when you were younger. Nah, probably like not. Because I don't like... You don't think they could have been like, oh, you don't like milk, you like Kool-Aid, don't even try it. Yeah. It's good for you. I barely like it in my cereal and shit. I put just enough just to get it what? moistened. Yeah, I don't like milk. Like, I like gag on it. Ugh. <sighs> like, I can't, yeah. No kind of milk? The white people? Almond milk? None of that shit? I've used that on, like, my cereal, but I ain't never just drunk it or whatever. So, like, I don't even try to, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't like milk and shit. Chocolate milk, yeah, but like white milk, nah. All right, sir. All right. Now, okay. This makes you can drink chocolate milk, the thickest shit known to man, the thickest not non milkshake lactose substance known to man. You can yeah. drink that shit, but you can't drink regular milk. Right. And See, I, but I would I would get the shit silk. I would get that chocolate milk. And shit, yeah, cause it didn't make. I think that's like the almond or some shit, cause it didn't make like like lactose and all that little shit. I like I like the shit silk. Yeah. Okay, so you don't drink no no kind of. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, free BG. They were making a lot of memes and shit about them and all that. Yeah, that what like fucking like eleven years or some shit. Yeah, but he was in jail before that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was in high school reading an article he did with like XXL or something like that. And he was talking about, he was like, yeah, I still like to get smashed, talking about doing heroin. I was like, oh, shit. And I remember on Prodigy's book, he talked about him and BG did a song. And when BG came to New York to do the video, he was asking for heroin. And BG was like, shit, I didn't even know no one who like did or sold heroin. He was like, but we ended up finding him some shit. He was like, but I was shocked out he but then he was like, you know, I found out that's common for motherfuckers in New Orleans to do heroin. It's a drug that goes through a port city, like drugs go through New Orleans in those areas. It it goes through. That is widely known. So if you are around people that sell drugs, or if you have sold drugs, or you know somebody that 
sells actual drugs, you can find other drugs. All right. I'll say this. I haven't done heroin, but I accidentally did opium with some fucking white people, and it upset me. You know what I mean? But that's basically almost hair. That's, you know, that's damn near. It's not quite, but. Damn. You know, um, it's not actually not quite, but, you know. Um, a lot of drugs go through, a lot of drugs go through that area. Most of the drugs I encountered, first time I saw crack was in New Orleans, off of Yorktown. Uh, saw a lot of shit happen. Or is it Boston? Yorktown. Boston? Yorktown. I think Boston. I don't know. It's a street off the bunker head. But a lot of weird shit happened. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in a time where people got killed over video games, which still has started happening now a little bit more often. Uh, people got killed over starter jackets. Okay, yeah. I got one for my eighth birthday, Charlotte Hornets, and my stepdad was like, "You can't wear this to school," and shit. So I could only wear it when I was like with them. Which it's weird to tell a child, and you didn't understand why. Yeah. I lived right off of I ten, and when I would wake up, that's how I found out the sun rises in the east because we didn't have any blinds when I moved in with my dad. So like, I had to be up early because the fucking it came in and it was bright and. It was right on the on the I ten. Like I lived off of the service road, and I was a bad child that threw shit towards the interstate as a kid. Or like, what kind of shit was you doing? Like I used to put the M eighties in my uh, in my slingshot and shoot. <laughs> up yeah. Um, like I had guns pulled on me in the east multiple times, but always by the same person. Uh, somebody's brother and I always felt like at one time this was going to be this this could be real you know what I mean like it's not just for his enjoyment you know what I mean and it's weird you know Um, and then he I don't even want to say that because then he went to jail and then came out with like a tattoo in a place that I didn't know agree with and he was just funny to me like I just felt like he went to jail to get that tattoo and he pulled guns on me and now I just laugh and duck and keep laughing like it's not you're not like I don't know what's wrong with you sir but you shouldn't be living like this you know what I mean but that shit is what is around like you could make money you could make money people did drugs and I worked at Rouse's. I had two white women just roll up on me with some Mississippi, Mississippi tags, look like little meth heads, ask me where the hood is when I'm getting buggies. <laughs> they had been th- been out there for like two rounds of buggies, right? Yeah. And then they just decided to come talk to me and ask me where the hood is. And I'm like, the hood? And I was like, well, I, I guess you call this neighborhood behind the store a hood. But then you could also call this over here the hood. And they're like, oh. We want to find some cheese. And I was like, what the fuck is cheese? <laughs> I ain't never heard that code. Right? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they ended up wanting meth or some shit. Damn. I, like, I can't put you in any direction. I don't know any meth dealers. I'm 16. I'm at work. I, I might know a couple motherfuckers that can get you some weed or some cocaine, maybe. But I would never, ever in my life point you to weird-ass women in this direction. But that's how easy it is. What if they weren't police officers? 
Right. But if they actually did, these two fucked up looking white girls had a good amount of money with them. And all I had to do was holler at somebody I knew that had something for very low and charge them quadruple and or, you know, six, seven times what the fuck I'm getting it for. And now I'm on in this world. Woo, yay. That's how simple shit is. And a lot of people will take that chance and then keep taking chances like that. I don't have time. Like, I never did have time. I don't, I'm, I'm, I feel like motherfuckers will try to haggle with me and I don't have time for that. Like, if I'm trying to sell you something, don't haggle. Don't, don't, you're going to take this heroin, goddammit. Like, this bitch won't take this heroin. Yeah. You know, but that's how the world is. It's like, you get around things like that because people make money and, you know, um, He's been a victim of that um, around things and seeing things that he shouldn't and experiencing things that he shouldn't have experienced from a young age. And people don't handle those things well. People don't have support systems sometimes other than some random ass nigga that wants them to rest, you know, who is doing the best that he can for folks. But it's all about money. It's all about respect and understanding who put you here and did this. When it shouldn't be like that, DG was really, really good his own, on his own. Yeah. It's like, I don't catch money with an army. I enjoy that shit. Mm-hmm. And I, you can go through. All right, if you can listen to five songs on an album, it's a good fucking album. If you can listen to six, seven songs on an album, that album's damn near great. Damn near wonderful. And you can move the mic oh, over I'm too. I, I come, oh, I come this way. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. So oh, be closer. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, I just don't. I feel that we don't. Uh, people don't know who the fuck DG is. Yeah. People don't understand. Like, I don't know. I can't. In my head, I'm thinking about uh, how Hot Boys has a song. I think. Is it I've been popping ecstasy? Oh, that's BG. Yeah. I've been popping yeah. ecstasy, drinking Hennessy. There's a naked chick next to me. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, him and Manny Fresh. Ecstasy. ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, that shit was beautiful. Uh huh. But that was real life for a time for a lot of people. Right. And bro, like I don't know. I've done. And not even in cool situations, you know. <laughs> the nigga is unhappy at home, like no, Damn. you know, stupid shit. Uh, or in a situation where somebody's gonna bother me, um, that's a real lifetime for people, you know, of doing drugs. I don't know, man. We don't look at it the same for black people that go through the shit that they go through. That man's been doing. That man's been doing shit for a long time. And I don't know. Wait, how how wide is your your, your listenership, sir? Because I'm talking some shit that people might not like, as as you know, a, a black man having opinions in this world. Yeah, that you said that. I usually do this at the beginning of the show, but uh, I do the shout outs. So we shout out all the the motherfuckers who've been listening. Also, I want to say fuck Anchor and fuck Spotify. So on like the last episodes, I mentioned that I had the little sponsorship getting paid, and they like fucked me over. 
So for every thousand plays that I get, I'm supposed to get like fifteen dollars or some shit like that. So I had an episode that had like almost eight thousand plays. I was like, what the fuck? And right now I just look at show that I've only earned seventy cent. That should be like, you said how much for each thousand? For every thousand it should have been fifteen dollars, yeah. That's hundred and twenty dollars. Is that correct? Something like that, yeah. Maybe fifteen cents? No, I'm at seventy cents earned. So I'm like I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was like well people didn't hear the ad. I'm like, how hey, I have like the ad at the beginning and shit. At one time I had it it like maybe 30 minutes in, but then I moved it closer to the beginning so people can actually hear it. So they, like, fucking me over and shit. So they was, like, pissing me off. So I, they don't, you can't physically talk to nobody. You have to do it, like, through, like, a little chat. So I was, like, cussing their ass out on, like, the little chat and shit. Hold on, sir. Yeah. Do they have a breakdown of what fees they're taking and what they're using? No, it's not even, like, no fees or no shit like that. It's, like, per thousand, I'm supposed to get this. So in my little account, all it's showing is I've earned 70 cents. So, they saying not everyone heard the ad. I'm like, but how the fuck did they hear the ad when they didn't hear it when it's at the beginning of the fucking show? What was the ad? So, I have to do an ad for Anchor telling motherfuckers about the platform and all that little shit. What, what is that? Anchor is, Anchor is the host platform. So, they distribute the the podcast to like Spotify, Apple Music, Google, and all of them. You know what I'm saying? And then the... Spotify purchased them a couple years ago or whatever. So, yeah, man. So, I'm supposed to, you know, do the ass shouting them out. But they ain't trying to fucking pay me my true pay and shit. And they just sent me an email a day yesterday saying uh, they have a campaign for me for the month of October. So, it started in August. They I had a campaign for this month. But this is the first episode I put out this month. And then... They offered it me again in October and shit, but I'm like, I don't even give a fuck about that because y'all not even paying me correctly. Is it pre-recorded? Do you have to play a pre-recorded thing? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so when I edit, I already have it pre-recorded, so I just put it, you know what I'm saying, wherever. So, like, when I'm uploading the episode, I can choose where I want to put the uh, the ad at. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. I don't. I I don't understand the seventy cents. If it's supposed that you said fifteen dollars for a thousand plays, right? Eight thousand plays, and they said that not enough people saw. I heard the heard ad. The ad and the amount of people that heard the ad has accrued seventy cent. And I'm like, how is this possible when this episode has damn near eight thousand listens at the beginning of the ad? So. I, I mean, it's I, at the beginning I put it, of the show. Yeah, I put it like in the first like three minutes or something like that. Because when I was reading, it says like if you put it within the like within the first minute, it might not play on Spotify or something like that. So I moved this like like the three minute ad, and like I've listened to the podcast and I've heard the ad pop up and shit. So I'm like, man, what the fuck's going on? They some crooks, man. Fuck Anchor. Fuck Spotify. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. Always robbing and taking from the creators. Hell yeah, man. Are you for real, man? I'll show you right now, cuz. So, I don't, but they don't have no kind of breakdown. Okay, that that's their only explanation, and it's not an actual person you're talking to. It's Monetize. It's through chat? Yeah. Nobody calls and talks to you on the phone? No, nah, there's no number. All right, so for wallet, current balance, 70 cents. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I can do a fucking payout right now of 70 cent. And I was excited. I was like, oh, yeah, man. About to get some motherfucking money and all this little shit. Woo-dee-woo. -woo. <sighs> Nothing. Okay, it's $14. Cause you see right now, right here where it says like $14 per RPM? Yeah. Yeah. For every thousand. What is $10.99? Uh oh, so I remember it said if they listened on a on a platform that wasn't Spotify, I would get paid, but it would be like less. So it could be the ten ninety nine now, but I thought it was like twelve I don't know. But yeah, that's probably what it is. I, I don't understand how people make money. A lot of people do be making big money, I, so I, I don't understand how they like fucking me over. I'm like, dog, like so. I don't know. I'll see what happens with this episode going forward in October and shit. But yeah, they was on some whole shit, man. That shit like really pissed me off. You can't talk about the police if you want sponsors. Well, no, I have it through them. Yeah, but I'm talking about if people that would pay you. Because you, you could be, you know, you can be sold to the masses, sir. Well, you know, I kind of gave up on that. Like, so, like, this is the first episode of the new season, season six. So I've been doing this shit for six years. And at first, I, like, held back. So, I'm like, I'm with the sponsorships. And I was like, these little white-ass corporations ain't fucking with me. So, then I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do what the fuck I do, man. Because them companies already ain't. You know what I'm saying? So, I might as well just go full force and be who I really, really am and shit. Because I was, like, like man, I want the sponsor. I talked about that earlier in the episode. Like, yeah, I want the sponsorships. whoop de whoop and I was reaching out to companies and all that shit and not hearing back. So I was like, man, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I do. And then there will be a company one day that I fuck with me. But then I look at these other podcasts that I be listening to. They be talking about wild, crazy ass shit. And they have all these huge corporate ass sponsorships. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Oh, Anchor was the first one to reach out and shit. So I was like, all right. But yeah, y'all did me dirty, Anchor, man. Fuck y'all. I just found out what the term Cali sober is. Just weed? Yeah. Uh, I don't know that, but that's what I would think. Yeah, yeah, because I seen it, like, in this chick's dating profile. I'm like, what the fuck is Cali? I had to look that shit up. And I was like, ah, oh, it means, yeah, because it said, like, they don't participate in alcohol, just weed. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, Cali sober. Look, man, it's, it's just weed. It's not... You know, this shit is medicine. I, I can't. I stayed out here because of this. Because I was from Louisiana, and I want to smoke this. I yeah. Wanna, I want to go to jail. I want to go to jail for something if I did something, you know, but not for this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I hid a long time smoking weed in Louisiana. You know, I did a lot of on-the-road smoking on the interstate. And then as I got older and had shit to lose, bitching at my friends, talking about we can't hotbox the car. And, like, have the air conditioner on like y'all did before, you assholes, you know, like, for real. Because that's what bullshit life is, you know. And used to ride and smoke long distances. Yeah. Long distances, illegally, you know. and Crazy shit. That shit was different, you know. The first time I really saw a wiener stencil as a teenager, like, I lived out here when I was younger. But the first time I saw a wiener stencil as a teenager that I can remember, like, not in a movie was in Baton Rouge and that shit was delicious. I and still ain't never been there. Ain't never been a wiener since Nah. I wouldn't want to go now because that shit's like for five hot dogs or corn dogs mix and match. I think it's like $10 now. See, I don't like hot dogs and shit, so I have to get some fries or whatever else the fuck they got. They have the chili cheese fries. I okay. think, you know, that is expensive as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Let's see where the nearest one is. I, I don't know. It's just, it's not 
something that because if you stay away from the hot dogs, that's good because you know hot dogs is what makes everybody sick right now. People don't realize that. Um, I just went seventeen minutes away. I fucked up because I ate them bitches all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I was never into like hot dogs. I never liked it. Like I liked sausages and shit. When I was talking to my aunt the other day, she was saying that she was making some bratwurst. I'm like, I never ate a bratwurst because it looked weird to me. But I'm like, if I ever went to Germany and shit, I would go over and eat them because that's like they shit over. <laughs> it looked weird because it's like gray and shit. What the fuck is this? That shit is gray with some foreskin. Yeah, <laughs> and then it reminded me of the movie. You remember the movie? Chase? Yes, yeah. you already know nothing yeah. but trouble. Yeah, yeah, when they was eating the hot dog, that bro, you you already know what type of time I'm on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit scarred me, bro. I was a little kid. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, because they was like, what kind of dogs is this? Hot dogs. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> those were not hot dogs. Not sure what those dogs are made of, but yeah, I do, I do realize that that was not hot dogs. Not I started watching that movie on on YouTube the other day. I gotta finish it. Yeah, crazy ass house. I remember my aunt, my aunt son and Uncle Gino fucking took a bunch of us to go see that at the dollar movie. RP to the dollar movie, Village A. They just tore that shit down about it recently out back home. And I remember this one guy, he said, Are These all your kids? My uncle said, Hell no, nah, these are my nieces and nephews. <laughs> Good bro, we was deep, dog. It was probably about, it may have been six or more of us. We was deep as fuck. So, yeah, man, that was a funny-ass little old-school movie. But they said Chevy Chase is a fucking asshole in real life. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, I don't know this man. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of pretty well-off white people that say whatever they want to say and think they're funny. Uh They might be funny if they weren't so offensive, you know. As you get older, some of them might change. People understand different shit. But um, I grew up on this man's movies. I thought they were hilarious. Uh, I thought they were hilarious. As I got older, you can kind of realize, like, if you could imagine some white dudes in the role of Chevy Chase in those movies, he would aggravate you. And then you think about somebody that you know that reminds you of him. And then most of the time you come out with somebody that's mildly, mildly to, like, medium racist no matter who you think of that you've encountered in your life. And that's not a good way to look at things, but that's kind of how it is. Like, I don't know. Like, everybody ain't nice, you know what I mean? Especially people that's famous or, all right, I'll say this, and everything I say sounds like I'm lying. I want no more of that. (laughs) Everything I say sounds like I'm lying. Uh, I met Michael Jordan. All right. I, what, what, what you going to say I can believe because I know a lot of horror stories about him. No, 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 no. I met him when I was like five. Okay. I had ran through. We stayed at this uh, Marriott in Atlanta and like the parking garage that connected to like the mall. All right. And I would go to the mall with my sister and we would uh, we would be just kids running through doing dumb shit. And we ran all the way. My dad told us to go get a poster. We, he gave us money. He said, go get a poster. We go to the little card shop that they have in there uh, so we know where it is. We run. I'm five. She's like eight, nine. We get
get there, bodies posted, run all the way back. Buses are there. We get to the elevator, and this man is in the fucking, uh, you know, the Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and thought I missed him. You know, he put his hand and opened the door and came back out and, like, you know, took pictures and shit. And that was cool. You still got the pictures? Uh, I don't, but I think my mom and my dad do. Okay. Uh, but that was something that I should have taken, internalized, and been like, nigga, I can play basketball. And I did not. Like, I, I like basketball. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty okay at basketball. I don't know how to explain that. Um, but I never, never thought I could play basketball. You say you was five years old? Yeah. All right. It's 1987. This is Michael Jordan. Like, this is 1987-88. This is, this is Michael Jordan against Dominique Wilkins. Yeah, yeah. This is Michael Jordan losing to Dominique Wilkins. And it was something that I would never, ever. Like, I've, I've been in the, in the points to do shit in my life where I could do shit in my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. And at each step of my life. disappointing you know what I mean it's not a a good place to exist and still and still operate though do you know what I mean and yeah. still go about the day and understanding where you fuck up at every step and don't like go run away and fly away do you know what I mean I understand like lose yourself I watch these people and once again you know leave these psychotic motherfuckers <laughs> yeah i'm gonna keep telling you that because no i said i ain't gonna mess with them unless they bother me man look all right what if it wasn't bear spray what if it was like uh a net if you had a net like like some bolo you know the little thing that you spin and you can throw the oh, and it turns into like a net. No, like are you talking about like, them like a little things like a, a rope, like some balls you throw? That's a bolo. Like yeah, three balls. But that's a bolo. But what if you had like a net or a bolo that you could do that with? Like I throw the bolo when he gets trapped in the net. Yeah, I do this shit. Bolo or the net, whichever one you want. Like a cast net. You know, you're trying to catch shrimp, but it's the most. <laughs> you just throw that. Like I rather hit him with a bolo because it'll hurt. If I put you, if I put a net on you, it ain't gonna do shit. You just in the net. All depends. But they could get out the net. You've seen double dare, depending on how big, how like, how you make the net. That should fuck you up, man. Yeah, I'd rather hit them with the bolos. But you have weights on the end of the net. It's like a cast net. It's just big enough to wrap, drape over a person. Yeah. You know. And you would run away, or would you attack them? Like if, if they was in the net, I would attack them. Man, yeah, got to get them in the net. But, ah, bah, 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 bah. Teach your ass. And, and I've been thinking about that. That's not. I, look, man. You got to stop that. I can't, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. But I've been thinking about it. Cause people, you know, but if they didn't bother people in the first place, they would have never got netted and fucked up. I need 
homeless. Little buddy would never got slapped if he would have never bothered me. Uh, he gonna see somebody else with dreads and he gonna yell, "Hey, dreads!" And it's not gonna be you. <laughs> uh, and then shit, that person might be crazy to me. That is true. <laughs> He'll be like, that's, "What?" That stereotype. Choke the shit out of him or whatever the fuck. So shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Will you tell the people where they can find you at online? Um, you can find me at. Oh, yeah, we're going to do the shout-outs, too. Go do that. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Should I say where you can find me? If you, wanna put, if you want to put your IG out there. My IG is Nick Lisberg Licksburg. That sounds really weird, but it's something that, you know, caused easy anger and problems. Handle, I would have been banned. So, Nicholasburg, Licksburg. Spell it how it sounds, I guess. All right. I don't know. Shout out to LA, San Diego, Gardena, North Hollywood, oh, Moreno Valley, Westminster, Reseda, Aliso Viejo, Torrance, Santa Ana, Anaheim, Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks, Bakersfield, Canyon Country, Marina Del Rey, West Hollywood, and Baldwin Park. Shout out to all of y'all out there. See how y'all live on me. Let me go to the app and do this shit. It'd be easier. Are these okay people? These are just the people who are listening. You don't let them go into the world, sir. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, I guess. express myself into the world? Oh, shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, people don't take me, right? People are only going to do what? People don't take what I say correctly. Oh, shit. It's all good. Don't worry about it. I've been duped. I was here petting the dog. Oh. I felt comfortable. Oh, I can, I can edit it out, too. No, I'm just fucking with you. All right. For Texas, we got Houston, San Antonio, Illinois, Chicago, Plainfield, Centralia, Kentucky, Louisville, Winchester, Bowling Green, Barstown, and Franklin. Virginia, Lynchburg, Ashburn, and Alexandria. New York, Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. Hell yeah. For Pennsylvania, we got Bethel Park and Glenside. Oh, yeah, and then shout out to Yonkers, too. Tennessee, Nashville, Knoxville, Greenville, Memphis, Portland, Pulaski. Oh, yeah, speaking of Pulaski. That is probably, it's real close to Nashville okay. out in Tennessee. So when I when I saw Pulaski on there, I had thought about somebody. It was this chick that I was cool with, you know what I'm saying, back in the day. And she lived out there. And I thought it was maybe her listening. And then about a week and a half ago, I got an email from, like, LinkedIn. So I was looking at it. And it was, like, people you may know. And I seen her. I was like, oh, shit, Jay White. So, uh. I fucking sent her a little a message or whatever. She's like, oh, what's up, stranger? And then she's like texting me. She's like, I still got the same number. I'm like, I ain't even got that motherfucker. So, like, we texting this shit. She was like, you know, I'll be thinking about your little crazy ass randomly all the time. And, and I told her, I said, I talked about you on the podcast or whatever because Pulaski came up. And she was like, no, nah, I don't stay out there no more. But she said she's still in, like, Tennessee and shit. I'm like, you still got a girlfriend? She's like, yeah, she got, like, a little chick that she's fucking with now. Uh, 
She got like like little step kids. She was talking about moving to California. I'm like, oh, that's what's up. So I was like, you remember my dog? She was like, yeah, Turbo. I was like, shit, that motherfucker, he's still around. Yeah, man, shout out to Jay White. That's the that's the little homie and shit. So, so are you saying that Jay White come and live with you? Nah. Oh. She can live with her girlfriend and the kids and shit. Oh, oh I was just asking. I, I'm not sure how the world works, so I was just trying to find out, like, I, look, these are yeah. if, I, if I can't ask these questions, like yeah. sir. I would, I mean, I would have enough room for like one other person and shit, but I ain't got a lot of closet space and shit. Like, that's one of the downfall about this motherfucker. But I mean, like, if a chick wanted to stay and shit, like, yeah, I guess it, it could work or whatever, but nah, nah, not her. I mean, she can come over and, and like chill. Do we have more time? A little bit. Why? Well, what's up? Uh, um, this is a serious question. Okay, what's up? Uh, just a, a tad bit, maybe like 10, 15. Okay. If you let a woman move in with you, uh-huh. in here, right here, right now, with her child, this is just hypothetical. Oh, okay, I was like, I never had it. Hell no. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Are you serious? Is that you? That's how you feel about that? Like, I mean, I realize I'm like, you know, I'm like 37. I'll be 38 in November. So most chicks, you know what I'm saying, got kids. Even I, like shit, like the little young bitches, I be saying they be like 24. They be having like three kids or whatever. So it's rare to find a, a woman who ain't got no kids and shit. But I really ain't trying to like move in and be that full-time stepdaddy and shit like that. Like, like hell nah. Like, you got your career, I got my crib. When the kid is... At Granny's or his dad's, whatever, you know what I'm saying? We can chill, whatever, but nah, I ain't trying to, like, move. Nah. Right. I'm just asking. And especially not in this little motherfucker. It wouldn't even work. What if, okay, what if you had, like, three bedrooms, four bedrooms, five bedrooms? Oh, shit, nah, I wouldn't, nah. Three large bedrooms. Nah, I wouldn't, nah. Would you let uh, a person that you've dated, been dating, move in? With no kids? No, with the child. Nah, cause I, nah, I wouldn't. Okay, but I would not. <laughs> it's a real question. Yeah, it's real shit. Cause it's like you know what I'm saying. Most of like the little chicks out here just got kids now, so it's like dating. It's like limited. So you know, I date like women who got kids or whatever. But I don't really know if I want to take on that full role of like being around the kid all the time. And I'm kind of like, if we dating, I don't even want to meet this kid until like nine months. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure that shit. No, no. <laughs> Your kid. Her kid. I talk about her kid. She got kids. You, know, you know what I mean? This kid for nine months. You got your own kid, nigga? What the fuck? No, nah, no. Nah, I'm saying like if, if I'm dating a chick who got a kid, I'm like, let's wait at least like nine months to a year to know this is like really serious before you introduce me and shit. Because I just don't want to be meeting motherfuckers. Like, I guess I got scarred when I was a little kid because my mom was running motherfuckers in and out. We was meeting motherfuckers, multiple dudes a week and shit. And like, I didn't like that. And then like. I never wanted a kid to look at me how I was, like, looking at these men. Like, I fucking hate these motherfuckers and shit like that. So, like, yeah, nah. I'd be like, if we, like, serious, serious, then. But you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be moving. Okay. You moved in in bad relationships. You moved in with your mom dated men that you moved in with? There was men. There were some men who, like, moved in with us and shit. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I understand. You had men that moved in with you because... That's that's what goes on. It's not the opposite that happens a whole bunch. Yeah. People don't explore how toxic and horrible that side of the dating world is when that does happen. 
and what that actually entails of a man that is dating a woman that he has yet to know and has, you know, and, like, loves a person and feels comfortable with the person, like, but you know you're not ready for the shit that you might have thought we were ready for. Yeah. She she was going to move in with a dude. She was good. My senior year, she was engaged to this motherfucker in Virginia. So they was going to move to Virginia and shit. So I remember he was in Kentucky and shit. We had some more bullshit-ass family meeting and shit. And this motherfucker was, like, telling me, like, I was a liability to the family. I'm like, motherfucker, you just got over here. Who the fuck are you? So then it was like, you know what I'm saying? What you going to do at the high school? I'm like, shit, I'm going to probably go to this little community college or something real quick. So they was like, why don't you come to Virginia? You're going to break up the family. And I'm like, I don't even like you motherfuckers. I cannot wait to the day that y'all fucking move to Virginia. So she was going to move to Virginia, but then the dude called the wedding off because she was fucking around with other dudes and her sister called him in Virginia and snitched on her. That's the difference as well in these situations. Everybody wants to tell. Everybody, <laughs> like, you got other people that got whole motherfucking generations of secrets that you really don't let out. Yeah. I, I, I do bitch shit when I'm really, really, really hurt. You know uh-huh. what I mean? But my shit isn't. It's my shit's open common knowledge. You know, I, you just don't want to hear it from me. Right. You know, um, I just don't. I think it's dangerous for men in those situations that allows a woman to. Like trust a woman enough to bring him in, into his his world, and then things are weird, and he can't go about his world as he once did because now, because now it's, you know, something different. She has to be included, and I think that's toxic. But we look at it like, oh, that's what she's supposed to do. But there is, I don't know. There's just so much shit going on in today's world, sir, yeah. that I don't. We look at men a lot, and I'm a fucked up man. Like, I got issues. Um, I'm an asshole. I do care about shit a little bit too deeply. I do give a fuck about people a little bit too often and too much. I do worry about dumb shit, but my shit is, is real. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain. I just lost what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> shit now. It's all good. It was about, oh, Toxic ass bitches. I'm yeah. sorry. That's that was rude. Uh, evil women. It's dangerous for us uh, to continue to try to fight, and that that you fighting crazy people in the street goes <laughs> for a lot of men in relationships when things don't go right and things can't go right. These things you need to understand and try to ex- accept. Because a lot of these women are just as dangerous as these, you know, toxic and and I am air quoting, but they do have a lot of toxic men. They do have a lot of some motherfuckers that just want to be dads or want to have a say in what goes on in relationships. You know what I mean? You got a lot of crazy motherfuckers out there. But I don't know. We need to stop trying and actually be truthful in relationships and when a man is ready to move on, I think women should respect that. Just as a, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Stop talking to these bitches. I don't know. We don't, there's no need. I'm sorry. So, yeah. It's all good. Ohio, shout out to Newark, Columbus, and Cleveland. Indiana, Georgetown, and Crown Point. 
North Carolina, Matthews, Huntersville, Fuqua, Varina, and Charlotte. I don't like to hit up Charlotte. New Jersey, Hopakong, and Cherry Hill. Missouri, Spring Valley, and Kansas City. Colorado, Dillon, and Denver. Michigan, Kapok, and Yale. Alabama, Jacksonville, and Trestleville. Maryland, New Market. Y'all knew? Shout out to New Market. I ain't never even heard of that town. Silver Spring. Y'all knew? I've heard of Silver Springs before. Shout out to people out there in Maryland. New Hampshire. Shout out to Raymond. All right, who else we got? Iowa. Shout out to Grinnell. Washington State. Shout out to Lynn Wood. Alaska, shout out to Anchorage. I'm going to go back out there. In Georgia, shout out to Rutledge. Rutledge, I ain't never heard of Rutledge before. Shout out to all them people in them cities in uh, in America. Appreciate y'all listening. For the people in Germany, shout out to Rhineland Palatinate. And then North Rhine-Westphalia. This one is the Baden Wurdenberg region, Berlin, and then the Baden Wurdenberg again. Shout out to everybody out there in Germany. I got to holler at my little homeboy Toddy. He's a, he moved back out there. I'm gonna go out there and holler at him. Oh damn, India's been showing up. I got to get over to India, man. Have you been to I was supposed to have went a couple months ago, but it got messed up. Shout out to Karnataka, Karna, yeah, West Bengal. Maharashtra, Uttar Pradesh, Kerala, Telangana. Shout out to India. I've been wanting to bag an Indian chick forever, man. Motherfuckers be sexy as fuck. Shout out to the Philippines, Metro Manila, and Bacol. Thailand, shout out to Bangkok, Chonburi, and Nan. And Guam, shout out to Tunmung. I like to go to Guam, see what they be doing over there. In Queensland, shout out to New South Wales. In Queensland, Australia. I'm going to go to Australia. I want to go back over. I'm going to go in the wintertime because our winters, they summer. Do you know why I want to go to Australia? Why is that? Because of, uh, what is it, the Yahoo Serious guy. Do you ever watch those movies? Uh-huh. Where he was like Albert Einstein. He invented like the atomic bomb or some shit with beer. No. Nah. No, it's dope as fuck. It's fun. Shout out to Luxembourg. That's a new country. Y'all ain't never popped up before. Shout out to y'all. Not enough for Japan. And yeah, that's it. All right, shout out to all y'all countries and the cities that be listening. As always, what I say, uh, you didn't you didn't hear the bombs before? I heard the bombs. That was yeah. Oh man, you can't do the bombs. Why not? It's, it's, it, I don't know. Like, what if somebody was listening? You like named all those cities and you dropped the bomb, and that was like the bomb. It was like, uh, psh, oh. you know, the fucking police would probably try to flip that and make it seem like that's a threatening. Yeah. Now nah, you know, like the old school on the radio, drop a bomb yeah. for this. Yeah, 
Yes, I do. That's what it is. But you know, some little puss ass motherfuckers be like, "Oh, he's gonna bomb the whole country. He's gonna bomb these cities." I'm saying bomb, son. Uh, no, we ain't on the airplane. We good. Oh, hey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're you're not old, but you're not young. Yeah. Right? We can't talk about you. Did you hear the places that were listening? You said Maryland. That is a, a area. Yeah. But I've been dropping the bombs for them. That's a sign of respect. That's a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Because I shout them out for listening to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's you, got, you know, they took their time to, to listen to me. I'm fucking ass talk. So I'm like, hey, this little city over there, man, I fuck with them because they be fucking with me. So. I'm just showing love back to him. That's the least I can do. I, got a friend in Maryland. I ain't never been out there. I want some crab cakes, though. That sounds delicious. Man. Uh, I, think, I don't know. You like food? Yeah, yeah. I like fucking with different foods I and like shit. I like food. Yeah, yeah. Eat weird shit. I don't eat <laughs> I, Look, and I'm not saying, I'm not judging you. It might be because I don't travel. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not I don't, everybody says that shit. You know, uh, I, <laughs> I did eat uh, bull nuts. But I cut them out and didn't realize I ate them. Oh, where, where'd you find bull nuts at? I woke up and went with my granddaddy one day. And he made me put a whole bunch of calves in the area. Uh-huh. And I almost got ran by uh, one of the mamas. And then, like, he cut their nuts out. And I didn't think nothing of it because you can't have a whole bunch of bulls running around. Yeah. You know what I mean? With cows. So I was like, okay. And... We went home and the day was done pretty quick. Like there was not that much work, and I took a shower, like my bath, and when I came out, I was like, "Oh shit, smells delicious!" And here I was like, "My granddad would have cooked that off me," and he had it look like a hush puppy on a plate. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? But hush puppies are delicious. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Great, right? And I was like, he don't cook that often, so he cooked just like a little appetizer. Yeah. And, but it's substantial. If I eat another one of them, you know, this is good. And I'm stupid. I didn't smoke weed or nothing. Like, I wasn't under the influence. I ate, like, three. And mm. when I tried to bite into the first one. I was like, oh, this isn't cornmeal. And I had to use a fork and a knife. I was wondering why they had a fork and a knife. And I ate it. I was like, oh, it's fucking a steak. But how did he roll a steak into a ball? Yeah. You know, like chicken fried steak. Yeah, right, right. But it's a flat chicken fried steak. This was like a chicken fried steak in a ball. And I was like, oh, okay. And I sat there and I ate that shit. And I was like, oh, I got another one. And I got another one. And I got up and I put my plate and... I went outside, and even though I was done for the day by, like, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, I had to stay outside for a very long time. As soon as I walked outside, the bucket was right there by the door. And I sat down on the steps and looked at the bucket for, like, a good five, ten minutes and and really put it together that I could say bull nuts. Also, the, there was, like, nuts in that bucket? Yeah, that's where oh, okay. he was putting them when he was cutting them. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't put that together, and uh, like that shit is different. But if I would have known, it's not like I could be like, "No, I ain't gonna eat this." Yeah. But I, what I'm gonna do? Tell him something about it. Like I can't do that as an adult. As an adult, I can't be like this is bull nuts and eat that. Uh, I can't uh, liver. That's something simple. I, I made some liver a couple months ago for for the first time because I was craving it. So I did like the smothered liver and onions and shit. Did you you like it though? You like yeah, liver? Yeah. You like uh, iron? But do you do you feel that liver tastes like iron? 
the only thing here is like a little something like a little aftertaste or whatever. But I noticed like when I uh back home, I go to this one restaurant and it's, it's fried liver. So it has that. And like when I be in Thailand, I'll get it like the street food. So I, I it has that little little aftertaste. But I love it. So I don't taste like no iron or nothing like that. Like nah, I should be good. Look, I'm just saying that. What's up? Liver tastes like if you eat a tootie that's close to having a period <laughs> or that you beat a little too hard that had a little tinge of blood. And I feel that that's what liver tastes like, mm. like the aftertaste. And I don't know how to explain that. And it's not a horrible way to find out. It's just that I don't like that flavor. Once I taste that, I'm yeah. like, oh, wait, that's a little... I know I have, <laughs> I know I have some blood in my mouth. That's, you know, that and when it gets to that point, the point right before that is what liver tastes like to me, and I don't like it, and I haven't, and I haven't known the flavor since I was a child, but that's the most similar thing, and some people might say it's delicious, you know, it's identifiable, it's not delicious. I can't, I can eat tootie like that more than I can eat liver. I just don't like liver is not like I like bite sized chunks of things. Deep fried. Like if you did that with liver, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like I could do that with grasshoppers probably. I never ate grasshoppers. I would though. I haven't either, but I believe I would if it yeah. was deep fried or like, you know, crunchy, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I've had like some like insects that was deep fried and shit. Well, and then some wasn't. Huh? You've had insects? Yeah. What insects? Fucking Crickets, some random ass bugs, some like little worms. I had uh, these little frogs. I had scorpion, roach. <laughs> Hell yeah! And they were tasty. The ones that was deep fried with yeah, they was good. It had a little seasoning on it, and then the other little shit like don't be having like the seasons. Deep fried is like you could try anything. Yeah, she had she had like the little grease, and then. You know the little fucking metal thing, the little basket. She just dipped it in there and then put some little seeds and shook it up. It was in a little bag. I was with this little chick. We was we were killing that Don't shit. You? Yeah, oh, it was good. Yeah. I be popping that shit like it's popcorn. Just eating them shits, man. Scorpion. Hell yeah. That shit is. That's, but that's a snack. You know what I mean? I don't. The farthest I've gone is Toronto. Okay. And I drove there and. uh I went to something called the Mark Echo Getting Up Festival. All right. And it was like a year before Katrina, I think. And I drove there. It was nice. Uh, it was the most unified place I had ever been in my life. This was 2004. And I saw a lesbian couple that had what I thought was a son in like a Jordan fit, like shorts, T-shirt. Like New Jordans, like Nike socks, like a little armband, you know. And I was like, oh shit, that boy over there. And then I was like, oh, that's a girl. And I was like, oh, that's two women, that's your daughter. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. But this is, you don't see this in America without people getting crazy. Yeah. And it was insane to see. I saw an argument between a couple after a club. And they fucking threw hot dogs at each other. <laughs> and that was the end of it. And Damn. I, I never saw something that ended so quickly and with so little so little care. Like 
it was a beautiful place to be. Um, I think I walked up on one act of violence afterwards, but that was it. And uh, I think we drove by something where they had uh, evidence tape. But we walked around that bitch like, and smoked weed and ran into a girl that we thought was a prostitute that showed us a way to smoke weed. And the cops yeah. passed us. We thought we were about to get fucked up. And they just kept their heads down and walked by, you know. Didn't even acknowledge us. Hell yeah. That was when I was young. And I, when I was like 22, I guess. 22. And that shit was beautiful, you know. But I didn't do too much more traveling. But have, have you ever been to Toronto? No, I haven't been to Canada yet. Yeah. I, I, they said I should go for Carabana. And I always kept that in my mind. I never went back. But like I watch people's Instagram and now, you know, they show Carabana. That's a another beautiful thing in a different country that is peaceful and you can just get fucked up and chill out and you know, it was I don't know, it was a beautiful time. Yeah. yeah. I feel it happens as often to people now. I think a lot of times if you live where you live and you never leave, you get stuck in bullshit. But sometimes if you just step out and go to do you you know a lot of people that you might have grew up with that live where you grew up at that would benefit from going not here, but other places, yeah. right? And you think they would fit well into society and deal with people much better than they would at home, right? You think so? Yeah. All right. A lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people don't realize college, the bullshit, you, do you have a degree? No. You don't? No. You know a lot of people that do, though, don't you? Yeah. A whole bunch of motherfuckers with degrees, right? And ain't doing shit with them. Right. But they had that experience while getting a degree of getting fucked up, fucking, being irresponsible, doing dumb shit, partying, fucking everything. I said that multiple times. Yeah. But drinking, some people do drugs. I feel if more young people understood that you can do that in college, as long as you have some sort of understanding of what you can't do and how you shouldn't treat people and how you should behave yourself, people should go to college and get fucked up and get an education. Yeah, yeah. Be responsible enough to go to class. And I say this as a person that it wasn't that I didn't go to class. I just, I'm stupid, man. Like, I make bad decisions of, I don't sleep sometimes. Uh, I just, I don't know, bro. Like, Shit happens to me, and I'm a bitch about it. But I feel a lot of these people that get stuck because they didn't want to go to school, they should apply somewhere else and go somewhere else and experience other people. You're going to find other folk. You know what I mean? And a lot of these homeless people have fucking degrees. I'm sure they do. I Look, if you just watch them, just, just look at them. Some of them are very smart. They just fucked up. Yeah. Um, I feel you should go away and get away from what's comfortable but understand how to deal with people. And I feel it's becoming easier to live life, learn how to deal with people because motherfuckers are forced to deal with so much. And I don't think that I'm asking much. I don't think you're asking much. You. You demand yours a little bit more than I do, right. um, which is which is fine. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I just want you to be safe in you demanding yours, 
make sure that everything's cool. Hell yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Play it safe. But no, slap a bitch. <laughs> you could do that, but I need you to do it in a manner that is following the laws of this stupid city. Stay Hell yeah. the fuck I'm saying. I got it. And the next episode, hopefully, we won't hear nothing about nobody getting slapped. Yes, peace. Appreciate y'all listening. Y'all be cool. Y'all stay fresh. And until the next time, we out of here. Huh? Oh, he's licking. <laughs>